All right, welcome to the first of its kind, world-changing manufacturers network. Lisa Ryan has her ears to the ground and her heart in the game. Get ongoing education and new connections right here with Lisa and the Manufacturers Network. Buckle your seat, listen, and spread the word. Here's Lisa. Hey, it's Lisa Ryan, and welcome to the Manufacturers Network podcast. Our guest today is David Byerly. David is a new business unit development, startup development, major new product category development, and new business development hands-on consultant for multiple industry leaders of industrial cutting tools, contractor tools, food processing capital equipment, dental lab tools, nanomaterials, and powered medical devices and knives. Welcome to the show, David. Yeah, good to be here, and thank you for the opportunity. Oh, absolutely. So I read a little bit about your background, but share with us, what is it that you did? What brought you into manufacturing and your journey of what got you to where you are today, working with manufacturers? Yeah, so I got right out of high school and went to work in industry as a machinist. You know, that was goes all the way back to 1978 and uh, immediately began to work on my engineering degree and spent the next 12 years going from being a machinist to kind of an engineering technician and into engineering. And then ultimately, you know, completed my engineering degree at Cleveland State and then worked my way into to management and uh, found a path basically in uh, new product development for, for many years. Uh, which included, you know, when you're involved in that process, you're involved in manufacturing, you're involved in the business side, you learn product management and marketing and sales. So you get a whole comprehensive view of the business, right? And so did that many years and and didn't leverage that uh, into, uh, you know, leading uh, technical sales and product management and engineering and R&D and lots of different areas. And so so now that's what I do is bring all that comprehensive knowledge into uh, working with companies, uh, you know, that are starting up uh, new business units or major new product categories or, or, you know, looking to do some acquisitions and really would like to understand what that acquisition might be in the industry or, Anything that just can leverage that comprehensive understanding and 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 early stage startups. Okay. So now, and when you're working with your manufacturing clients, what are some of the things that you're seeing now that they're doing really well? This can be a specific customer that sticks out in your mind, but it could be about the employees, the workplace culture they've developed, or just some things that our listeners can learn from as far as what they can do to make the workplace better. I think industry is getting very efficient and uh, are really becoming masters at getting uh, comprehensive teams, multi, uh, multifunctional teams together to really accelerate getting projects done in a much more efficient manner. You know, if I look back 20, 25 years ago, there was still a lot, there was still a mixture, right? It was still kind of there's a few people leading everything and kind of relying on that to to manage the projects. But but now, I mean, project management goes much farther down into the organization, not, not really down, but but there's many more people that uh, have those skills now. And, uh, 
and companies are becoming much more comfortable with that. That's what one of the things I'm noticing. And that's interesting that you say that because one of the things that we're seeing with the two newest generations in the workplace, the millennials and Gen Z, is they want their input to be heard. They want to be a contributing member of the organization instead of just in days past where it was like, well, let the managers do it. So now, so that is actually feeding into exactly how manufacturers need to connect with their new employees is, is getting them involved. And it sounds like what you're you're seeing is that's really paying off in terms of productivity and just moving the process forward. Yeah, I was working with, uh, I'm working with a client right now on two different, writing two different new business cases. And so I'm working with folks in, in two different business units, and I'm just really impressed by their product managers and, and how much understanding they have about how to actually commercialize a product to bring it into industry. I mean, they're, they're way ahead of where, you know, we would have been 15, 20 years ago. Product manager would have kind of just been in the corner doing his basic research. But, but now a lot of people really do understand how to be successful in commercializing products and things like that. So, yeah. I think the, the new generation that's coming in is much more, the, the breadth of contribution with their talents is, is definitely growing. In thinking about maybe one or two of clients who are really knocking it out of the park, is there one thing that you've seen that they've implement besides just the bringing a lot of people into the projects themselves as far as the way they treat their employees or something in their workplace culture? Yeah, so I'm not extremely close to a lot of that, but you know, the, what I would say is being involved in um, with several different companies and their their cross-functional teams that there's that you know there's much more of a level playing field in terms of the meetings, right? It's it's more of an exchange of information ideas uh, than it is, uh, you know, just sending signals down to, the, to do this. So, so, I, you know, I, it's, it's an, an awareness is, is starting to, to take place that this is a much more efficient way to go. Right. So, right. I, yeah. Yeah. And I like what you said, as far as the people being on the same level, because even if somebody is brand spanking new with the company, they, you know, they just got their degree. They may not have experience in your industry, but they see the world differently. So creating that safe environment for people to share ideas and to get those ideas on the table and, and be listened to and taken seriously, you know, that can make a huge difference. They feel like they're valued. I think one of the things that's happening is we're, we're gaining many more examples in industry where, you know, to, not to overuse the phrase, but out of the box thinking is uh, contributing to success. And so I think, you know, what in the past would have been, you know, that's that's kind of blue sky thinking, you know, we now realize it's not so much so that, that things are changing dramatically. And uh, so what some of the, the younger generation is seen as possible is possible. There's much more of an open mind, I think, about the, the input. 
Yeah, there's no more of that. We've been doing it this way for 40 years and there's yeah. no reason to change because with yeah. technology coming at us the way it is and just this whole new world opening up, especially in the last year of finding all kinds of new ways to do business with dealing with a pandemic, it's it's not your mother's workplace anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your, I us just say your grandfather's factory anymore. Yeah. So what are some of the things that you're seeing that are keeping some of your clients up at night? Yeah. So everybody's wondering about, you know, how is technology going to change the whole paradigm? So, for example, in the industrial cutting tool business, I mean, 80% of cutting tools are sold through industrial supply distribution. Well, I mean, we have Amazon now, right? And uh, we have the younger generation that's buying tools right off their phone, right, right next to their machine. Simultaneously, you have this long history of being very successful selling through industrial supply distribution. And, but everybody's saying, okay, what's the, new, what's the new way that it's going to evolve to? And everybody's thinking about this. And, uh, of course, the industrial supply distributors are thinking about it. How can they position their business to provide most value to the manufacturer? The manufacturer is thinking well, I don't want to get left behind. There's a discussion going on between those two. Uh, and there's some models that are emerging that uh, are, are, are working well. And uh, one, of the, one of the new models is that you, use, you market direct now to the end user and sell through distribution and, and ship direct as well. Mm. A mid-sized distributor or a smaller distributor who doesn't have the resources to do the marketing. Now we've got this marriage. The, the, the mid-size or regional distributor is, is getting all this good marketing and, and they don't feel threatened. It's an advantage for them as well. So, so there's these new shifts in relationships that are happening. And, you know, I think people are, are less likely to live in denial about what's happening and kind of use oh, force and influence to keep things as status quo, realizing that that's a short-term play. Boy, it, yeah. it brings me back in the days when I was in the, the welding industry selling all kinds of welding consumables. 20 years later, somebody could go, you know, Joe could go online to Amazon and buy a box of rod. At that point, it wouldn't have even, because those, those personal connections were so important. But again, you have a change in, in philosophy, a change in that immediate gratification of, I don't need to wait till that salesperson makes their yeah. monthly visit. I can go online and with the click of a button, I can add it to the cart and it's here in, in a day or two. So that is super interesting. And I think it brings up another point for um, sales reps to figure out new ways of doing business to still, still support because the personal relationships are there and it's becoming so much more than just the product of reaching out. So that's yeah. a really interesting point. So in what ways do you um, support manufacturers? Tell us about some of the ways that you work with your clients. If somebody had some questions or needed some help from you, and then what would be the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, so I, I do a lot of work also with uh, private equity companies. So I, I get a pretty comprehensive view of what's going on within several different industries. You know, all that information is extremely confidential and is held confidential. But simultaneously, I, I'm getting a very strong pulse of what people are thinking about. 
and and so you know some of that it was just shared i mean it, this is common industry understanding right that there's this right. new mo- these new models emerging so people are leveraging my background and the, the the fact that i understand you know manufacturing and understand engineering i understand the marketing side as well as the sales and the distribution side and, and the whole model have extensive uh, experience bringing something from concept through commercialization with over you know 20 plus major new projects so uh, the way I'm being leveraged is you know rather than having to commit to a VP level person you know for a long term you, you can have all that experience and just commit to a six-month project or a one-year project or a two-year project and 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 typically it starts off as a three month project and, and grows. So that, that's the way, you know, I've set up uh, leverage 30 to be, to be leveraged is to leverage the 30 years of experience just that way. Okay. And yeah. what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Well, they can call me at you directly on my phone at 330-715-0562. You can go to my website, which is www.leverage30. It's the 30, the number.com. And uh, there's a there's a portal there to just submit uh, a request and get in touch with me. But or you can you can connect with me uh, via via email at dh and my last name byrley at gmail.com. Uh, any of those three will three will work. Well, David, it was an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. And I'm Lisa Ryan, and thanks for tuning in to the Manufacturers Network podcast. See you next time. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks for listening. Hey, do me a favor. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Also, feel free to share the podcast with your friends and colleagues so we can grow the network and connect more fantastic folks just like you. You can either go to the website at manufacturers-network.com or share the podcast on your LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you and your industry friends hang out. The bigger and faster we grow this network, the stronger and deeper community we will have. I appreciate you. Thank you.